Isaac. Three-step drop, fires to the end zone. Caught! Touchdown, Vikings! You are listening to the State of School Podcast, presented by 10,000 Takes. What's up, everybody? Welcome into a special edition of State of School, presented by 10,000 Takes. It's producer B-Rod here, and on this bonus Purple Friday episode, we've got a couple guests to help us preview the upcoming Dolphins game. First up, we've got an absolute legend and known Dolphins fan from Barstool Sports, Frank the Tank Fleming. He joins us after battling some food poisoning, so shout out to him for that. But we sit down with him for about 20 minutes or so, talk about the Dolphins, how he became a Dolphins fan, what he thinks of the team so far this year, and his thoughts on the game coming up this weekend. After Frank, we also got the chance to sit down with the lovely Tatum Everett from Vikings Entertainment Network, one of my old co-workers, to kind of get the Vikings side of things and see get an inside look on how Coach O'Connell is running this team like a well-oiled machine sitting at 4-1. and one. So, Hope you guys enjoy the episode. You'll hear from us again on Monday, as always, where we will recap the Dolphins game. And hope you enjoy the episode. Row the boat, Sky Ma, Skull Vikes. Welcome to the State of Skull Podcast Special Edition, presented to you by 10,000 Takes. It is Adam, Eli, and producer B Raj with our very special guest, the man, the myth, the legend, Frank the Tank Fleming. We give a round of applause. Hey, yeah, round, of applause. A round of applause for the man feeling under the weather today, as you might have seen. Going flu game. He's going flu game on us, right, Frank? That I am. For those of you that may not be aware, Frank from Barstool Sports, just an absolute legend, encyclopedia of sports, and most notably for this context, known Miami fan, uh, big opponent this week. How you feeling? Uh, not good. Not good about the game. A lot of injuries on the Dolphins still. Uh, you know, uh, the problem is that uh, uh, Damian Howard should play, so that should help the defense. But they're talking Skylar Thomas going to Thompson's going to start at quarterback, and that's not good. We were well. How do we feel? Well, we were just comparing him to Tanner earlier in the day. That's the quarterback of our local Minnesota Golden Gophers, who's played for like six years, seven mm-hmm. years. Uh, but statistically, they're kind of the same quarterback. Um, just kind of the school leader, Kansas State legend, Skyler. Uh, I mean, uh, I mean, uh, not that I'm a big fan of uh, Teddy Bridgewater, but right. We were. Oh well, we are. Well, we so were. Well, yeah, we were going to ask. Well, because we were really hoping we were going to get Vikes versus Teddy. You know, uh, the the old the revenge game for Teddy, even though the revenge game is in revenge, revenge for his knee, maybe. But <laughs> but yeah, is he? I mean, how is he like though? Because well, isn't he clearing protocol on Friday, and they're still just saying we're not going to roll you. What was that? Is is Teddy getting out of the concussion protocol on Friday? Are there? Just I don't know. Of, yeah, the Dolphins are kind of hot. They have that one. They have that one guy goes go. He's concussed. <laughs> yeah, and then, no kidding. It's been quite the year for the Dolphins with the head injuries. Eh, very uh prime time spotlight put on it as well. Mm-hmm. Supposedly, every time the Dolphins, uh, every time Dolphin gets hit, he has to leave the game for concussion protocol now. Yeah, yeah, that's tough. It just didn't help that it was on a primetime Thursday night game that that had to happen after he had the the deer on ice. Were you at? Were you do you because you were at? Were you at a game earlier in the year, or were you at that game where he got hurt? I wasn't at the game where he got hurt, but I was. 
I was at the game uh, this week uh, with the Jets. Oh no! Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's that's not great. <laughs> I mean, you're just in good company in terms of football misery, though. As our uh, Viking show here, we know nothing but pain and suffering. So, uh, you know, welcome to it. I guess. Yeah, we we feel you on the on the heartbreaking losses. Uh, we've been there multiple times. Frank, I am wondering though, how do you end up becoming a uh, Dolphins fan? I I know you live in New Jersey, work in New York. Mainly now, because you... uh, mainly because of Dan Marino. Ah, fair that's enough. The picture, Good reason too. The picture right there behind you. That's a that's a nice photo we got there on the wall. Um, yeah, greatest that, football team ever assembled that he led undefeated Super Bowl champions. It's hard to not uh, jump on that one, I suppose. Well, that was not Dan no, Marino. That, that was that wasn't Dan. that was ten years before. Ah, ten years. Jeez, well, <laughs> yeah. not my face for Frank. that one. Frank knows, but Brian knows a lot more than us too. Frank, we're we're kind of you know. Yeah, Brian's the actual brains of the operation. You know, uh, you know when uh, Dan Marino retired in 1999. I was born in '97, so I just missed it. <laughs> yeah, I was born but in '95, so just before he retired, he uh, worked out and uh, was talking to the Vikings about maybe joining the Vikings. No kidding! Oh, really? I did wow. not know that. I did not know that. Do you he, know? Uh, he he decided not to sign the Vikings, and the Vikings actually ended up going with uh, Dante Culpepper in two thousand. What a well, glad I mean, we are. Are we? <laughs> well, yeah, I think the Vikings drafted Culpepper in, in two thousand. He had a, he had a nice little run, but nothing that Marino probably would have been able to bring us. Yeah, so they they they, they uh, Marino talked to the Vikings before retiring. Wow, I did not know that. Yeah, we we would have never got the love boat situation then if if we would have signed Dan though. So we got to thank Dante for that, right? <laughs> I can only imagine what the Dan Marino love boat would be like in Miami. <laughs> um, so you are absolutely just an amazing encyclopedia of knowledge too. Has this always been just how you operate with sports, knowing dates, teams, coaches, trades, this, that, and the other? Is this something that comes natural to you, or is this more of a passion project? Would you say? Uh, more of a passion project, I guess. Are there are there any like legitimate Vikings fans at Barstool? Because we I've never seen like a. Is there any Minnesota fan there at all? Not that I can think of off the top of my head. Yeah, because I, I mean, yeah, I've never seen. I guess Big Cat because Big Cat's the Bears. Yeah, he mostly just likes to talk down on our quarterback for yeah. personal reasons. I guess. Well, what's his, yeah, what's their? Are you? What do you think of Kirk? Like, what, where are you stand on that? Very, very mid quarterback. Uh, if it's a if it's prime time game, you know you're going to lose. Yeah, well, when do, when do we win those anyway? Before them, <laughs> yeah. That that our Monday night game against Philly was just it couldn't have gone worse. Happened on my birthday too. That was a real fun one. Yeah, he. But is he? I saw he was on PMT today, wasn't he? Did they do the call bit with him? Yeah, I believe so. And they had asked him about that. Yeah, but no, I don't know. He. Nonetheless, the injuries aside, it's been an exciting year for your Dolphins, though. It's been quite the strategy with the new coach just going out and getting the fastest humans he can possibly find. You feeling a little optimistic for the direction, at least? Or where are you at with the... Uh... I don't know. I I need to see Tua. If Tua's not in there, I can't tell you that what the future's going to hold. I mean, are they going to... Because if... Is, does anyone know where he stands? He does not... Is he seriously thinking about retiring? Is that just kind of smoking? That concussion doctor's trying to get to him. I know he's he's been yeah he's been yapping. I've been seeing him yet. Yeah, he's been yapping at him for what a big uh, story that was. It does seem like it kind of went a little radio silent after the fact, didn't it? It was just kind of on to the next week with the 
next face. Have you been hearing anything on the inside anywhere? Or? No, I've heard nothing. Just, mm. They're just keeping it, keeping it under the rug. What are, well, what are Dolphins fans thinking going into this week? Are you guys thinking that you're going to lose, win, cover? What are we, three-point favorites? We're Last I saw it. Minus three and a half. Lose. Lose. Think so? Ah, see. That's just what you're... It's a bummer, too, because, you know, Tyreek Hill, Jalen Waddle. it's a lot of... And the defense has some players coming along with it. It's a, what was looking like a promising year. I Sorry, not to completely rag on it by any means, but it's just bad luck is... What else can you chalk it up to, you know? Bad luck. I mean, all the injuries. I mean... uh uh, it's like that Daniels thing. Uh, yeah, we beat the uh, we beat the uh, Bills, but good God, it we cost us everything. Yeah, that was. Oh yeah, it, it was everything. But taking down the Bills is uh, you know, hang the banner in itself. They're looking like an absolute juggernaut in the AFC this year. Frank, um, who, another thing with the. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. I was just gonna ask who who would you say is your favorite player on the team right now? Is it Tua or is it somebody else? Might be Waddle. Jalen Waddle. Yeah. Yeah. What, is, what do you is, what do you like about him other than like obviously he's really good is he you see he seem like a fast, good guy and uh, and you gotta love the uh, waddle that's yeah. that's that was gonna be my question is the waddle better than the gritty yes yeah <laughs> I agree there was no doubt in that yeah. answer I, I agree with I agree with Frank it's it's a it's the new the gritty's so overplayed now because everybody does it on every sport the waddle is just it's just waddle doing the waddle. It's starting to feel a bit cliche uh, at this point to see like bad gritties too. Like suddenly it's on every episode of come on man on Monday night. And it's like, come on, we've seen this before the waddle. You can get a grown man in the stands, you know, while around like a toddler on Halloween. That's impressive ability for you. Yep. Do you have any other uh, big favorites going on on the team right now? Or is it just, well, Reek, obviously. Do we? Does anybody call him Reek? Because everyone bashes me this on this show every week that no, one. that's not his name. But I, I say Reek. Is is that a thing, or did I just make that? I've up? never heard that. I know that uh, some people call him the Cheetah, Tyreek Hill, but Cheetah. Yeah, absolutely no one. I, heard I like Reek. He throws up the deuces. I like Reek. His name is not Reek. Reek <laughs> is the guy from Game of Thrones. <laughs> is is he? Well, is he playing? It sounded like he was going to. You guys got injuries just left and right. I mean, holy shit. You're you're kind of like our Minnesota Twins injury wise, which but I'm not giving them a pass on that. But I mean, because yeah, Sauce so- Gardner takes on Teddy in the first play, and then uh, Reek got hurt kind of towards when it was kind of getting out of proportion. But is, what's going on? Is he still in the boot? Is he is he practicing a little bit? Or do you hope he can play? Yeah. See that that's what makes me nervous because we we tend to make it close. Uh, Frank, like you saw, we were up big on the Bears last week, right? And then they crept their way back on in, and then we had a nice drive at the end of the game to to seal the deal. But the Vikings just we we've established ourselves as a team that we're going to win close games, which is better than where we were at last year, losing eight of those games by one possession. Um, but I don't know. I just I got a bad feeling we're gonna we're gonna make this Thompson kid look like he was the the QB gunslinger that he was at Kansas State allegedly. Well, I like that for sure. <laughs> yeah, we did it for Cooper Rush last year, so maybe he's just the next in line. <laughs> yeah, but Cooper Rush has beaten other teams too, so that makes our loss look a little, a little bit better. Um, Frank, what do you, what do you think of Mike McDaniel when he came in? What was, what was your reaction with to that hire, and what, what do you think of him? I, so uh, I liked Brian Flores. I still haven't uh, been sold on Mike McDaniel yet. Yeah, what hmm. did you, what did you like about? What was your reaction when they fired Brian Flores after winning? I wasn't happy. I wasn't happy. Yeah. 
And what well, what was the exact reasoning behind it? Uh, you wouldn't tank if I remember correctly. Was that just yeah, that? Yeah. The, the, there was a lot of uh, the, the organization just didn't get along with him. Yeah, that's, that's how it goes. I'm curious to hear that you're uh, not bought in on Mike yet, though. Is there something you're waiting to see in particular, or is there something that's I just got to see the wrong uh, way? I, I got to see him with Tua. That's why he was brought in. Uh, yeah. All it all revolves around Tua. So uh, let's put it this way. Let's say optimist, or let's say Tua's really banged up here, which it obviously seems like it is. At what point does he need to get back in this season to, for you to be starting to get back on the optimist train a little bit? You know, back at 100% offense firing. Uh, you know, I, I think, early I on think he season. has to be back by uh, by the start of November. Yeah. Yeah, because well, what's their schedule looking like? Because the Vikings, we, I mean, if we can win this game, we're on our bye. We're sitting on our bye at five and one. Then we have the Cardinals at home. And then is it the Bills after the Cardinals? I uh, know the Bills are like mid-November. It's week eight, I think the Bills are. Brian, do you know? I think we go Dolphins, Cardinals, bye, Bills. Well, but, well we're by after the we're by after the Dolphins. Well, the start of November, I've got it here. Um, the, uh, the, the next the next three games after the Vikings are winnable games. Actually, next four to next five are winnable games for sure. You know, that's actually hilarious because the three games after it, it's the Steelers, the Lions, and the Bears. So oh those God. winnable games are just our division. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah two of the three. I yeah, but completely true. Those are very winnable games. I, I mean, the Lions, the Lions are still the Lions. Yeah. yeah. They're just the, a the funny ba- little cousin. The Bears have no defense. I mean, no no, no offense. Uh, Justin Fields sucks. Yeah. <laughs> we the made Texans him the Texans have no direction, and yep. the Steelers. The Steelers really suck this year. Yeah, yeah. The Steelers. Yeah. They looked like they had some spark when uh, T.J. Watt was in, and then he just goes down game one. It's been downhill ever since. Um, the Texans at least got a running back to them, though. That's kind of fun, right? Yeah, Pierce is fun. I mean, you're a Texans fan. What can you be really rooting for? Just like no there's more nothing major going on crime Texans. scandals. Yeah, there's there's not. Yeah, kind of a sad Pierce franchise. Is kind of, yeah, is it? Are you speaking of running backs and speaking on Pierce? Is is Edmonds like what's going on with the running back room in Miami? Because I I personally I saw a stat like him and Joe Mixon are the only two running backs in the NFL that haven't even managed to average two yards of carry this season. Is he like down there? Can they just not find anybody else? I, I know you have most. Or, what what the hell's the deal? <laughs> it's 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 the same old song. We keep getting uh, running backs who just can't do shit. Yeah. <laughs> so I'll tell you what, Mostert has been good. Are they are they trying to get at the ball in his hands more? Is he just kind of a, a third down guy? Or no, Mostert's been getting the ball mostly. I mean, that's... yeah, Mostert Mostert can play. Is he quick? I just think Edmonds is bad. You just watch him play, and he just looks slow, and and it's just almost like hard to watch. It's like damn. That guy just uh, he wears yeah. the crown of the player you've heard of before, so you just assume that he'd be the best one there. Right. But most of it's been the one that's been balling for the real yeah this year. Yeah, Frank, what would you deem this season as a success? Like, what do the Dolphins need to do for for you to say it was a successful season? Is it playoff bound? What is it? Playoffs. Playoffs. You trying to win? Yes. Do you think you got a chance at the division, or will you be fine with a wild no. card spot? No. <laughs> Yeah, they're probably you're probably getting, not catching. Getting um, in as a wild card would be a huge accomplishment. No, they they have sees loaded this year. With, they've yeah, got a lot and, of talented uh, teams. And the Buffalo Bills might be the best team in football. So yeah, 
Yeah. They look like the best team in football history, except for when they're playing you guys. Yeah. Is that a McDaniel thing? He, I mean, the heat really got it. I saw Diggs was cramping up pretty bad, too. Yeah, that was that game was just a war. And uh, no, the, the Dolphins haven't recovered from it yet. Yeah. It costs you everything, like you said. Is it now when you're at the is it, it's hard rock stadium still, right? Oh, yeah. He lives in New Jersey. Keep it's in mind, a, though. I know. No, no, I'm just saying when you're at games like you, when you were at this year, how is the fan base? Is it because like at a Vikings game here, it varies per team. Like, obviously, we sell out majority of games. We, we sell out most of games, all of games. But like when the Steelers were here last year or when the Cowboys were here last year, it was fucking they were ever like it was it almost seemed like it was 50 50 is that kind of the same there or is it yep yep uh, uh i was at the game with the opening game against patriots there were a lot of patriot fans yeah i mean it's just such a destination to travel to you got to assume that the road fans are going to pick their spots yep a lot more than uh like when we had the super bowl up here i can tell you that much yeah. i bet i bet the yep. nfl never does that again well frank we don't want to keep you too long because i know you're feeling a little under the weather but uh my last question, I suppose. Do you have a prediction? Anything specific for going into this game? Is it uh, do- uh, Dolphins? In- the Vikings are going to win the game, probably by about a touchdown, maybe ten points. Oh, I, I don't know. Is da- well, how's the run defense? Is Dalvin going to be able to keep keep? I mean, I'm sure you've seen Madison is almost playing, just, running just as hard as Dalvin. But is Dalvin kind of? I mean, he's from you know, he's a that's his hometown game. Is this kind of just going to be a feast game for him? It's just a lot of injuries. I don't know what we're going to see from the Dolphins. Yeah, it, it's going to be. I will say this uh, and compliment to your Dolphins. I'm glad we're not playing them while they're at their top, though. They got a lot of weapons that could be there. Yeah. Yeah. We were saying on our last show, we all thought that if the Dolphins were fully healthy, we don't we don't we don't know if we would win the game. It would probably be a lot closer than what it's looking. I like don't it think might they be, would, but... I, I think I think the Dolphins would have a chance to win the game if they were healthy. Yeah, yeah I don't think I think Tyreek would be just he'd be he would he'd have 300. We wouldn't be able to cover him. We don't have a corner fast enough. Oh, my other last question. What's your opinion on the Dolphins uniforms, by the way? Are you a fan of the uh, Dolphin with the helmet on, or are you like the new team? I want the uh, the back, the Dolphin with the helmet on back. Yeah. Thank you. I don't know why they won't do it. It's such a good logo. Those are slick. Are you? Are they still playing on grass down there in Miami? Yes. Is yes. that? And so obviously that's a plus. I mean, because that's you know that's been a big issue lately. But I don't see how that'll ever change anywhere. Is that ever going to change, Lee? What like anywhere? They- I don't know. I don't know. They're just going to, yeah, I don't know how you can. Debatable if it should or not. Debatable if it should or not. But uh, were you, well, I had a last were you a Zimmer guy when he was up here? I see, I know a lot of, I mean, he was, I've seen him talk about quite a bit of Barstool being the football guy and stuff, but was anyone? Nah, was I didn't think guy? much of him. I didn't, I didn't yeah. carry it away. Yeah. Do you like, how do you think AOC's handling our young offense much better than, than what we were? A little bit. They've off to a good start. It was, yeah, it was fun. I mean, it's fun. It's been fun for us, but uh, we've seen a lot of Vikings fans that are traveling down there. So I'm sure that there's going to be a good amount of fans at the game. Good amount of purple. Um, but uh, well, quick, quick, we'll do a quick scholar skunk then. Uh, Cause I know if yeah, Frank's playing the flu game right now for us. So Frank scholar skunk is just, it's basically trash or pass, you know, just, just a quick three of them here. Cause I saw, right. I saw the, cause I saw our Minnesota Gophers announced that they're playing Alabama and then they posted the date 2003. 32 32 and 33 a home and road so skull or skunk colleges announcing games 10 years in advance skunk <laughs> it's like gives you no flexibility for either because you schedule someone that was good eight years ago and then they're just bottom of the peep by the time you get there yeah brian are you score skunk that i'll probably skunk it there's yeah. 
I mean, I get it. They have to do it that way. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, there's no real reason to make a big deal out of it because we have no idea if Alabama is going to be good by then. And we don't know if the Gophers are going to be good either. So, right. Right. Okay. And, and then while well, school, and then, well, I saw this one the other day because I was just getting some groceries, but school, are we school or skunking? Uh, glass bottled ketchup. I mean, I, I'm a big glass bottled ketchup guy. I don't know about you guys. <laughs> I don't like ketchup, but the glass bottles seem to hit better. I'll give that a uh, score. There we go. And it's a classy look, I will say. It's classy. It tastes better. It's just like glass bottle pop. So, I, Brian, what do you think? I'm going to skunk it. Why? It's too difficult to get out of the bottle. <laughs> That's all. Who are you better than? Oh, well, then. Well, yeah, the last one was an, we already kind of touched on it. But would you skull or skunk the Super Bowl that was in Minnesota, Frank, when it was I think it didn't get to blow above tw- negative 12 degrees <laughs> score? I mean, why is it? Why does everything have to be in warm weather cities? Yeah, uh, that's a. have never heard anyone say that's a fair point. We got a whole city connected by skyline too. just use the thing. Yeah, it was. I thought it was fun. It was up here. It was tough to go to that. Team. Were, you, were you in town? I know. I don't. Were you with Barstool then? It was 20. Um, I was part time at the time. Part time. Yeah. So, because I know they were here, they were like the big attraction for Cowboy Jacks downtown. Mm-hmm. Remember Big Cat? It was. It was just they had the whole. Yeah, the whole. They bring out the big guns for the uh, yeah, Super Bowl. But, um, yeah, no. So Frank gave his prediction. Obviously, he, th- he thinks the Vikings are going to win. It's just that the injuries are decimating the Dolphins by too much. What are we? I'm. Th- I'm thinking it's a ten point victory, and the Vikings are not going to get a lot of national credit for it. Probably don't deserve it with how beat up the Dolphins are. But I'm not going to give back wins, so let's go. Yeah, I don't know, Brian. What do you got? Yeah, I, th- I think. I think it'll. I think it'll be closer than ten points. To be honest, I think if Tyree Kill still plays, he'll still burn us, regardless of who's his quarterback, because he's just that fast and he's that good. And I think the Dolphins on defense. Especially like Frank said, if Xavier Howard plays, that poses a threat because they've got a they've got a sneaky good defense. Before you go, Frank, so we're we're speaking on 2017. That's the last thing I wanted to ask you about. Uh, that was probably the most gut wrenching rot loss for Vikings fans in in history, right? The oh, NFC yeah. the mm-hmm. NFC title game against the Eagles. Among them, is there a Dolphins no. loss? You don't think so? What do you? No, 98. 98. 98. You Gary Anderson missing the, the uh, field goal. Come on. Yeah. yeah. Leading off of that, I was just going to ask, are there any Dolphins losses that kind of amount to that or that have you? you 94 divisional playoffs. Uh, Stojanovic missed the field goal that would have sent them to the uh, AFC Championship game. Who are they playing in that game? Chargers. Jeez. Chargers. That was in what year was that? 94? Yes. So fun fact that the Chargers went on to play in the Super Bowl that year. Yeah, the Super Bowl was in '95, and that was the day I was born, actually. Oh, yeah, and the wow. Super Bowl was in Miami. Oh, it was, was it really? Owie. Wow. So that is exactly like so us, like in, us in, the, in '17, in '17. But we got blown out of the water against Philly. So, uh, yeah, haven't yeah. recovered since. All right, guys. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, we we appreciate you coming on. We Thanks, Frank. The game. I uh, uh, hope your Dolphins can recover because I like seeing them do well. But um, hope you can All recover. Right. Well, man, hope you're feeling better. All right, see you later. Yeah, see later. Easy break. All right, welcome to part two of our very special episode previewing this week against the Dolphins with our very special guest, Tatum Everett of the Minnesota Vikings. Give it up, everyone. Hey. hey, thanks, guys. Thanks, guys. Happy to be here. 
Yeah, we are very excited to have you on. So uh, for those of you who might not know, Tatum, professional journalist, big Jay, working with the Vikings. Uh, can you tell us a little bit about yourself for uh, people that haven't had the fortune yet? Sure. Yeah, no, I went to Big J Journalism School at LSU. I like that that insider journey joke. That was really good. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I uh, it's it's very well known that I, <laughs> that's not well known. Anyone that knows me knows I went to LSU. So I went to LSU for undergrad and spent about 11, 12 years, I think it was in local TV sports. So I've done the whole like sports cast, sports anchor thing for so long, covered a million different types of sports, sporting events, different cities, different regions, and then landed here in Minnesota about a year ish ago, a little over a year ago, uh, to work as the, as an on-air talent for the Vikings. So I work in-house with the team and honestly, no going back from here. It's, it's awesome being inside of a team, having the access I never had as a journalist that was, you know, outside of the walls of the facility, I guess you could say. And, um, yeah, I'm, I, I mean, I'm originally from New Orleans, Louisiana, so Minnesota is a little bit of a of a learning curve for me as far as like adapting to the seasons and the food choices. Like, it's just very different from home for me. And um, but it's still a lot of fun. I mean, walked outside today, and I was like, well, I guess I will never feel warmth again. So we never, yeah, we never got those nights where you could just kind of walk outside with like a light sweatshirt and shorts it, it just kind of went from hot to cold yeah so you mean winter in the south then, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you know. essentially it just skipped that part but um being so uh well when you're at lsu were you there when uh when jj was there or was that prior God bless you for saying that. That is the nicest thing anyone's <laughs> ever said to me lately. Uh, no, I was very far out of school by then. In fact, sure. I was not even in school. I think I'd already graduated LSU when his brother played. So that really dates me back. But um, no, I, I was fortunate enough. I was working in Nashville at the time. And obviously, I I grew up an LSU fan because my parents went there and um obviously then my whole family went there, but, um, I'd been to the two previous national championships, which were played in new Orleans, really lucky enough to go to those games. And when that run started happening, uh, they played in Nashville against Vanderbilt. So I saw them there. And then by the time they made it to the college football playoff, I was like sold. So I went down to Atlanta and watched the semifinal performance against Oklahoma, where JJ had the four touchdowns in the first half. It was incredible. And then, um, the national championship, I filled out a a media credential and (laughs) went to the national championship for fun, for For fun, fun. for fun. But I went as a media. So I got to see the whole run and, you know, when the Vikings picked him, I think my fiance was living in Minneapolis at the time. And so, you know, I was like, just you wait, like, this is going to be incredible. And so, um, yeah, it's been awesome. I think, being able to connect with him, Patrick Peterson, uh, Daniil and Ed Ingram has been like really cool for me because it's like, it's, it's a bond. I mean, it's just like any, anyone else that has like an alma mater that has a guy that goes, you know, on and does big things like you, it's really cool to like, you know, Patrick yeah. Peterson will come up to me and be like, Hey, big game this weekend, go tigers. And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and then I call my great. dad and tell him because my dad's like, wow, you have the yeah. coolest job ever. So, yeah. Well, um, well, hold on. Oh, sorry. I just was going to ask while we're talking about your kind of, you know, the, the season change in Minnesota, did you have like a, 
a welcome to Minnesota moment when you got here? Was it, I mean, cause I'm sure your interview process for your current role, was that a little different than obviously your standard job or, or what was that like? Yeah, no, Ryan knows this interview oh, process gosh. pretty well. This might take a long time. No, I'll make Cliff Notes version. Uh, <laughs> due to the pandemic, it was about 15 months long. So it was a pretty long process. And in fact, I was fortunate enough to, again, my fiance lived here before I did. So when he um, was up here one time, I decided, hey, like, can I go on a tour? And so I toured the facility before I ever even... Um, got the job or even when an interviewer there was a position posted. So, and, and I, and then when I went here, I will say I did come up here, it was February. So it was winter Oof, yeah. and he took me ice skating and let's just say I've never been ice skating since <laughs> wasn't great. And he told me he was never, I would never be allowed to um, try to do that again. It went so bad. So maybe that's my welcome moment. Um, besides that, I think this might be the first year I have a real big moment because before I was living in an apartment, right. Had the heated garage, like that was great. Right. And so now we have, we moved into a house and I've got to shovel a driveway and I don't have, you have to shovel it. I mean, I'm the one that leaves the house the earliest. (laughs) That's true. We'll We'll see. We did, yeah, get a, but, we did get a snowblower, you know, homeowner. You that's that's so huge. That's huge. It's, it's a bad or oil battery average, clutch. something like that. Yeah. Yeah. That's huge. That might be my welcome moment because before sure. now it's just been like, what's your winter hobby? And I'm like mm-hmm. staying inside and watching. Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Salt so, over sands. All I got to say. Yep. Salt over yep. sand. Oh yeah. 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 Sand, does, sand ain't nothing. But it'll make it, does, it messy. Does nothing. I've actually yeah. never heard people using sand before. I've only it's, heard it's just what like apartment buildings do to cheap out. Yeah. yeah. Mm, and actually, gotcha. actually in North Dakota, they have to use sand because if they used salt, it's so windy up there that the salt would blow into like their crops and ruin all the agriculture oh. and all the land and stuff. So Midwest yeah. 101. Midwest. Welcome. welcome hey, it's Midwest. always a learning process for me. I'm learning a lot of things that are very new to me and I'm, I'm all for it. Yes. If you do get salt, though, make sure you get the pet safe stuff so it doesn't ruin your your doggo's feet. My little doggo's. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She's like, um, actually right a podcast now. on fatherly winter advice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, I'll, take all, I'll take it all. Getting back to football, though, I yeah. want to throw you a little softball here because I remember this moment from when we worked together. Your first time interviewing JJ in person. Okay. Uh, can you tell us kind of, cause from what I remember is afterwards you were like super starstruck and like, Oh my gosh, Oh my gosh. I just met Justin Jefferson. Yeah. Um, kind of, if you remember it, take us through that a little bit. Was it the game day live interview? I think it was a game day live interview on the yeah. perch in the end. Yep. Yes. Yeah. You know, it, what's so interesting. Cause you know, I've had tons of friends and family really ask me like, what was it like being on the dark side, like within the team, you know, and being that close to everyone. And, and it's hard to say not the dark side. Cause I, I know what you're thinking right now. Cause yeah. they're Saints fans, but only because mm-hmm. like I'm used to n- journalism. You're everyone's like an arm's length away, like yep. being in house with the team. So I call it the dark side because it's, it's what it is. If you're like, you know, they're like, Oh, it's not real journalism. I'm like, wait, but it is it you're is. Just telling <laughs> stories a different way. Yeah. Anyway, that's a whole fork in the road. We won't go down. But so (laughs) when you, when they ask me what's it, what it's like, and have you met these people? And it's funny because before I'd be like, no, like I've never met so-and-so, or I have not run into this person. 
there were so many COVID restrictions that the only way I would see or talk to a player were the game day live interviews. Mm -hmm. Um, A lot of times you just didn't have the contact that you had either pre COVID or what we have this season. It's just so different. And so now, you know, I see JJ all the time. It's like not as huge of a deal with that, that moment I was like waiting to have my opportunity to talk to him because Mm -hmm. I, you know, as someone that feels like this hometown connection to him, it's like, you want to be like, Hey, like we're from the same place. I know the same people as you and all that stuff. And so, yeah, it was a pretty cool moment. I would say like, I don't think I would have ever expected him to be this big or to have this large of an impact on the league as a whole. Right. Um, I don't know if anyone really would have expected that, but to watch that happen and, and people like outside of, you know, my state or Minnesota, it's a nationwide thing. I just think that's so great. And it's so nice for Minnesota to get that again, because, you know, every week we're watching him break all of these Randy Moss records. And I know everyone holds Randy so close to their heart, but it's just like, how in the world did this franchise get so lucky that they get to have two guys and JJ's competing with the only other guy to ever do it. Oh, who also happens to be a Viking. I just think it's really cool. Yeah. It is awesome. And we have like, we have the, the Eagles to thank for that for, <laughs> yeah. for taking Jalen Rager, yeah. but you know, and, got him, and, now, and now, and now Jalen's also with us. So yeah, we, got the two you know, we just did a podcast with Jalen Rager this week on Monday. Yeah. God, these weeks feel like what? so long mm-hmm. and yeah. honest to God, he's just such a nice kid, a nice, like his head's just screwed on. Right. He does not let that stuff get to him. Like I know 100% he's aware of all that stuff that people are saying, which is really unfortunate because like, that's a lot of stuff you have to block out, Mm -hmm. but he's not thinking of it that way. He's, he's a Texas guy. He's, they're just like built differently when you're from like Dallas Metroplex, East Texas, West Texas, like Houston area, they're just like built differently. They've been feeling pressure like that since their high school days. So, you know, you, he, he understands it. And like the fact that he can come in here and everyone accepts him and he just gets a fresh start. Like I'm excited for that kid, despite all that, you yeah. know, draft yeah. nonsense with the Eagles. I mean, Eagles fans are brutal. Let's be honest. Well, why, yeah. yeah. Why were they, I, I was in like, I was like in shock when they were booing him. Like constant. Why, why? He laughed why about they, it in the podcast. Yeah. He's like, this, it was funny to me. Like, cool. <laughs> boo me. Like, what are you, what's it going to do? Like, I'm going to catch yeah. the ball. I'm going to do my job. Like, it's not going to yeah. affect me. Yeah, so, that's awesome. Yeah. They were also flicking us off though. The entire like, bus ride into the stadium. I'd never seen anything like it. There were just like <sighs> lines of them on the bus ride and they were just yeah. like middle fingers in the air. I'm like, like you don't, you don't even laughing. see that in green Bay. Like even yeah. in green Bay, our top rival, they don't even do that. No, they're just a different breed. Yeah. Would you say Philly is about the roughest place you've gone on the road with, or is there another? This is my first season traveling, so I don't have a lot to compare it to. Yeah. So we went to Denver for a preseason game in Philly. Then I went to London, which is just a bunch of jolly old folks. So I really don't have a lot to go off of. (laughs) Yeah. Brian was going to ask you about that. London. Yeah. Yeah. Just because I was genuinely curious, like from a VEN perspective, I know we sent everybody in. What was it? Did you go out early or did you fly on the plane? You if we were like, early. yeah, if we nerd out for a second about like behind the scenes stuff, um, yes. yeah, cool. Uh, I went three day. Well, no, I went with two others to represent VEN as part of like our marketing team to do content starting t- 
Tuesday morning. We, we landed Tuesday morning, went straight to Sky Sports and did some content with Neil Reynolds and their NFL nice. show. It's basically like mm-hmm. the CNN of like the UK. Yep. Um, so we went straight and did that. And so the three of us were there the whole time. And then the VEN crew, which is Vikings Entertainment Network, they got there. Oh my goodness. Trying to think. Honestly, it's such a blur. Uh, they got there Friday morning. Yeah. Cause I, I know right? they, they told me they left Thursday night to get there yes. Friday morning. So, so yeah. they got there Friday morning and started doing more stuff. So we had kind of just like set ourselves up. We got a behind the scenes tour of, uh, behind the scenes tour of Tottenham Hotspur stadium, which was so cool because it was before anyone had really like gone in there. They're still putting up signs. They were literally installing the turf. Um, which is a whole nother story. Uh, and they like put the grass underneath the stadium. We saw the grass. It was, it was cool. Um, we did a lot of stuff that whole week. And honestly, like it made me like want to make UK fans, (laughs) American football fans, like they're so passionate about football and obviously English football and they're genuinely curious, but I just found them to be like really nice people. Um, I think that they, they're like self-deprecating. So they are always like, who us? We're not happy. And I'm like, have you been to America lately? <laughs> like you guys are really nice. <laughs> yeah. What, well, what was the, um, we could go back to the turf because obviously that was a big deal. And the soccer team said, ah, uh, 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 you guys aren't going to play on this. Was oh that kind no. Of I mean, or? yeah. I mean like they take, take so much pride in their natural grass and they're going to like have right. a game really soon. Like there was no way they were going to do that. And you can obviously play on artificial turf, but I talked to a few players ahead of the game and they were just talking to me about how it just felt like it hadn't really had enough time to like air out. I, that, that felt too new. It was so compact, right? Like it was yeah. hard and it was compact, which causes a lot of sliding like your Mm -hmm. your cleats aren't getting the right traction and like the right um like if you're doing like a move like a cut or something like that you're not getting the same push that you would get in like a natural grass field or maybe a turf field that hadn't been installed you know previously like that so i think right i'm sure it's something they haven't experienced before but like when you but it is also something that can lead to injuries or lead Mm -hmm. to like bad things happening. And so sure. I think that's, you know, as, a, as we might've unfortunately seen in that game, not yes. blaming it, not blaming yeah. it at all, but I think it's important to talk so, about. Right. So do they use the same turf field for all of the London games? I would imagine. Well, they, yeah. they played. Packers played last weekend that they mm-hmm. kept it in there and in Tottenham would have played somewhere else. Yeah. Cause there was right. Yeah, because I know that though our game and the Packers game last week, they were both at Tottenham. But then there's yeah. what Wembley? That's another yeah, the Broncos, one. Broncos, I think, are in Wembley. Yeah. In two weeks or something like that. So yep. yeah. So I think that it would have been back to back, which would make sense because it is like a whole production to change mm-hmm. the field over. Yeah. Not the locker rooms and things like that. Those are already NFL size. They don't have to change anything other than yeah. the signage. How would you compare that locker room to US Bank's locker room? Um, it looked bigger. Goodness. Um, it felt like the same size ish really? just configured differently because okay. it, it just, it was just like configured differently. Like us banks is like one huge room with a big mm-hmm. middle section. Whereas like Tottenham had like 
two wings basically and like a big like a big this right. way and like two wings <clears throat> um it felt the same it really wasn't anything different in fact i'd argue that their visitor team room was better than most visitor team rooms that you see here because i've been in like we're not traveling that much. I've been in like the chief's visiting room. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I guess Philly's God, I don't even remember now. Um, and the it's chief, the chief's locker uh, visiting locker room. Isn't all that nice. No, you know? when I was covering the Titans and they lost in the AFC championship. Oof. First of all, brutal, right? Yeah. Brutal. Yeah. And we, it was, it was cold. I just like to mention that cold just puts me in a bad mood and probably everyone else. So, um, so she moves to Minnesota. <laughs> Minnesota. No, you're not wrong. You're not wrong. What you do for love, right? Yep. Um, yeah. when, you, when you go in the locker room with the chiefs, Ryan Tannehill had this locker that was like, so I don't know. I don't know how if I'm explaining this correctly, Brian, you might be able to help me with this, but like it has like two areas and then like there are two lockers that are like in the middle of them. So it's not like a straight path into the area. So you have to like go through these like entrances. Right. And there's a locker at the front of those entrances. So Tannehill is sitting in the corner, not feeling great because it was a horrible performance by him. He's not feeling great. I don't want to say he's crying, but he looked like he was crying. And I, we had to like walk over him, like camera, tripod, everybody, Ooh. like over him, be like, excuse me, sorry, I need to get to so and so back here. And like, ew, ugh, it was just mortifying. Those are the times <laughs> where I'm like, do we have to be in the locker? Yeah. Well, thankfully, we haven't had to deal with that with the Vikes too much this year. No, no. And even Philly, people, even in Philly, I will say, like, the guys were just like, they were the better team. We're moving on. It's week two. Like we're not pressing the panic button. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, yeah. like like it didn't work out the way we wanted it to, but we're not down and out about it. So even in that case, that weren't it wasn't like that emotional. Although the stakes were a lot lower. Yeah, a yeah. lot worse. The home Super Bowl yeah, on the line. That sure. was literally a, a question I was going to ask you though. Is compared to last year. I mean, even even going back to the Rams game, um, it was was that a Sunday afternoon game kind of late in the year? I can't remember. I was there, but regardless, yeah. I, I think it was, a, anyways, I all I remember was seeing tweets and hearing these reports and, and I don't know how much this was true where like JJ showed up and he could just tell there was a, there was some sort of morale in the locker room where they just didn't seem like they were going to be ready to bring it. They, he was trying to play music. The music wasn't working. Everyone was just kind of in their own world. Um, so going like based off of that, is there just, is there just a, a genuine difference this year as far as the environment? And we don't even need to bring up the Z word. Cause we've talked about this. on one of our first episodes, we're done talking about him. Yeah. <laughs> but so, I mean, you're off to a four and one start. Why would you not, not want to talk? Exactly. About, right? Exactly. <laughs> but, but like, yeah, like after the Eagles game, I mean, could, could you just tell like this team is still here, you know, they're bought in. This is just a different year. I don't think I necessarily felt it after the Eagles game. I think for me, I mean, I felt it this whole time. Um, again, it's hard for me to really distinguish the difference between the old regime or COVID, which made it feel more of a disconnect for me. Because again, I didn't have the access that I do right now. I don't see as many players and coaches that I did now, but are my relationships stronger with those coaches and players now because of the access? Probably so. So it might just be like the timing for me, but you can tell that 
they're having fun, which I know like, like that's so much more important than I think people realize because like, even if you work at, you know, the local restaurant and you have fun on your job and you do a good job because you're having fun. I mean, that's okay. You can both can exist, right? They don't have to be separate of each other. And I think that this team, the word I hear often from several players is that everyone is bought in and you see that from the three straight comebacks. You see that in the way that they're winning these games. Are they perfect? No. Do they feel like a four and one team? Not really, but that doesn't matter right now because at the end of the day, we're going to hit week 16, 17, hopefully be vying for an NFC division championship. If we're not already outright champs. And then you're going to say like, Oh, week three, who like, who cares? Right. Cause at that point it doesn't matter the way you win, as long as you're still winning in November and December. So for me, it, it just feels like the right kind of attitude and it starts from the top down. It starts with coach O'Connell and the way that his staff has been treated. And I know it's hard. You know, one of the things I've really tried to do in my interviews, which is, is a lot harder than it sounds. Um, is really get an understanding of why they keep mentioning Tyler Williams and the strength staff and the way that that has factored into things because it's a new philosophy, but it's not new to the league. And Tyler's been doing this for 15, 17-ish years, I think, in the NFL. And I think his first real test was seeing the team go to London and try to stay on their normal body clocks, come out with a win, get back, play the bears and get a win. And for me, that was a box that you checked because like so much of that is dependent on how much sleep you're getting, how you're being, um, how your nutrition is being addressed, what you how like, like there are so many things. Cause we did a podcast with him over the summer where he's talking about like nerding out over numbers that these guys are doing that they watch periodically and how much he knows they can lift and how much when and where and what week it's like, it is a science. And so for me, I'm like, kind of like, I want to explore this more because you ask players and you're like, what is the difference? They're like, well, they're all the resources are available. We have all the support we need to do and make our bodies the best they can. Mm-hmm. And as cryptic as that sounds, my goal is to unencrypt it, but I also don't want to give away too many secrets, right? Because that's like also part of it is like, do you really want to tell other teams what works really well? Not really. Right. Right. <laughs> so I think that's yeah. a big part of it. Yeah. I mean, it goes back to Deion Sanders saying, look good, feel good, feel good, play good. There you go. Play you good, play good. Yeah. Play good. And, I always thought he was and, talking about his cloth clothing or his locker outfit. Yeah, well, yeah. more more of the feel good, play good part of it. That's I that's where good. I was trying to go with it. <laughs> hey, you look good in royal purple, though. I can tell you that much. Everyone does. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah. So that's a little bit of our recap right there. It's feeling good to be four and one. You got me about ready to run through a brick wall. Hey, you got me fired up about, too. Yeah, we're, we're talking good. about titles already. I hope I hope we are. beat a. Can we just can we just beat the Eagles in a playoff game? Oh my! Would that just? They're the one my... team that makes me nervous. Still, oh, I... because if you think about it, I mean the <clears throat> NFC is wide open. We were talking about this today on uh, today about how like you look at the schedule and like there could be a sneaky six game win streak up to the Bills game, which is really weird to say out loud, right? Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. you think maybe you know a loss to the Bills, not the end of the season. 
you go in, like, is this team a 13 win season? Am I just being a Homer? Am I just like thinking too much of it? Like, I still think there's going to be a random hiccup. There always will be, whether you are a Super Bowl caliber team or not, like there will be a game. You're like, we, that should have never happened. Yep. Um, but you try not to get too ahead of yourselves. And I think that's a good thing for them. I think that they're very aware of like sticking to a process and a week by week thing, which sounds so coach speak. And I hate that. I just said that out loud, (laughs) but like, I think there's something to say about like, just trusting them. Like, I feel like these players just trust the staff. They, they understand like Dalvin cook hasn't hit a hundred yards. Is he complaining? No. Is he being a squeaky wheel? No, because he realizes at the end of the day, like his, he will get his due. Mm -hmm. And right now they're four and one. So like, why am I complaining? Right. Yeah. So. The, the team is very, very unselfish. I've, yeah. I feel like I've noticed, which is, which is really good. Like even when JJ had those couple games where he went completely missing, you know, it, that like they still won those games and he, yeah. he didn't complain about it. He's like, I don't care. Like, yeah, it's great to have all these records, but like we won the games. That's the most important record. So he wants it's, to win. Yeah. It's so important though, to like, as much as like a, record is for him as long as he is drawing those bracket coverages those double coverages and being silent he's still doing his job like i think a lot of times it's misinterpreted as like where was he oh my god the offense is missing adam thielen where is adam thielen i'm pulling my hair out he's doing his job that's the point like when jj's missing that means others are eating that means others are making the plays and that Mm -hmm. is the whole point of having a star like him yeah. Sure, he'll have his one-off games where he's 184 yards, whatever. But like, it's not going to be that every week, and that is okay. That is how this is designed. It's, I think that's the one thing that this like fan base needs to learn about this team. Like, before yeah. we start causing it, problems, you know, it's the it's the Larry. I call I call it the Larry Fitzgerald factor, and and it's not obviously comparing them as players, not not at Guarantee all. He just made that up on the spot. No, 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 no. <laughs> I said this. I said this to I said this to my girlfriend the other week. She wasn't listening anyway. But um, <laughs> he, I, I I said uh, like look at Larry. I think it was his last year because he kind of quietly retired. His last season where he obviously wasn't at the prime of his career. He did so many little things like like throwing a block that just he, he wasn't getting the ball at all. Right. He had very minimal targets, very minimal catches, but he was still making these plays. If there was an assistant football, he would have he would have been the, the Sidney Crosby of the NFL. He he was even there's a play that the Cardinals won, I, I believe. I don't know if it was the Monday night game against Seattle. I, I can't remember which game it was, but he um, I, I believe it was. uh Christian Kirk had gotten a first down and Larry ran over, grabbed the ball, sprinted it over to the ref, got set immediately. And they were able to spike the clock with like, spike the ball with like two, three seconds left on the clock. It's, it's just little things like that where, where JJ, okay. He's not showing up on the stat sheet, but he is like in the assist column. And I just think that's a huge thing to have on a team to, to be a championship caliber team. For sure. Which I did. I did make that up. I I, I did make that up two weeks ago. (laughs) But so that was um, 2022. It's fine. Yeah. Speaking exactly. of uh, potential hiccups that are inevitable. Um, some people are pointing to this one, maybe just a little scarring from last year when we had a backup quarterback come in, yes. but just looking ahead to this week here, Miami, we're looking at a third string quarterback, Kentucky or uh, Kansas state legend, Skyler. What's his <laughs> name at QB Thompson. 
Thompson. Oh, Skylar Thompson, thank you. Uh, tell me if you disagree, but it seems like on paper this should be one that we're in control of and taking care of. What are your thoughts going into Miami? I, I couldn't agree more, but I also said that last week against the Bears. Mm-hmm. Take that for what it's worth, right? So, like, again, I think it's one of those things this team has a lot to figure out, but, like, let's figure it out while you're four and one. Um, I think on paper this should be the – Dalvin game where he gets 150 yards, minimum one score, probably two scores. Like this is his game to show out Uh, his hometown. He hasn't played here since he was in college. He is going to have a million people in the stands. Like he's going to show up and show out. Right. And I think that Kevin is not naive to know, like maybe this is the game where we work a little bit more. Like I I think they understand what they're, what they're getting after. Um, You know, Again, yes, it it should be, but I, it makes me worried. It always makes me worried. Um, the heat is not something to not discuss. I mean, I do think that they're going to prepare themselves to be in it, but it's not like anything that they've been in for the last month. Um, they haven't played in the eighties, high eighties in a while. Um, I mean, October humidity is still kind of there, I think. So, I mean, it's definitely something to, to talk about. Um, but no, I, I think that this offense, like if your defense finally needs to have a full performance, the first one since the green Bay game, I think this is the one where they need to show up. Um, it should be easier to, to, to pressure Skylar to, to really throw everything in the kitchen sink as far as blitzing goes, because this is a young guy who's not really quite sure what he's doing. Tyreek Hill's injured. You know, they got rid of that ping pong table. There's just a lot going on <laughs> over in Miami that, like, you kind of worry about. It came we out have, with an update today, actually. Yeah, we have uh, some intel on, on the yeah, ping pong so table bit. Uh-oh. Apparently, uh, McD- uh, McDaniel was praising Tyreek about uh, getting rid of the ping pong table and uh, getting ready to focus. Tyreek came out today, and uh, apparently it's because it was crooked, so they ordered a new one. So they're just waiting on the new one. Wow, to get I did not know that update. I'm so glad that you, that I know more about this. This is, yeah. really, this is a big, this is a big breaking news bit. It's real inside stuff going into Purple Friday. Oh, I tell you Purple what. Friday. Well, I mean, and and also they're just they're really struggling with injuries. It's not it's yeah. not great over there. And and oh God, I hate being that person. But like, let's talk about the whole. <laughs> Training staff again. I mean, look, like these guys, there's like four guys every single week on the list, maybe five. Like, that's a great sign, you know, five weeks in thinking about what other teams are struggling with, right? Mm-hmm. Um, sure, there are guys that we haven't really seen a lot of that we want to see more of or or whatnot, but man, it feels great to not be the team that looks like the Dolphins right now. Yeah. If Tyreek Hill does play though, Reek, Reek. His name's Reek. Oh, no. It's not. Eli, Eli calls him. A I like that. I forgot about Stop that. trying to make Reek happen. I've never thought about that before. I like that. I'm the, I, apparently, I'm the only person who calls him Reek. So Tatum, don't start calling him Reek. <laughs> yeah. But now I can't not see him as Reek. Yeah, make, right. Like it once it's scarred yeah. in your mind, if it's Reek. a Reek reference, like, ooh, can't watch that again. Who's <laughs> who's gonna guard him? That's what I'm. That's what I'm worried about because last time. Even with a backup quarterback when he was on the Chiefs in 2019, I got the stats here. Six catches, 140 yards, one touchdown from Matt Moore. Yeah, I was at that game. Let's I forgot about that. You know. And I, I think that's when we still had Trey Wayne. For me, this is the Andrew Booth fast. game. This is the Andrew well, Booth game. Welcome if back. Andrew Here's Tyreek Hill. <laughs> he has the speed. 
I'm not saying he will have it all figured out. Right. He has the speed. He has the physicality. Um, I'm more ba- more or less banking on the fact that Skylar Thompson won't be able. Won't have time to throw to him the deep ball. It. That's what I'm hoping. Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully. Not an unfair assessment either. <laughs> yeah. Oh, hold on real quick. Looking at this uh, Chiefs game, the our leading receiver from that game, Laquan Treadwell, three <laughs> catches, 58 yards. That was hey, tough. Every dog has its day, right? That was when that was when um, that, that was the game. Speaking of Tyreek speed, that was literally when uh, I believe it was Damian or Daryl. I believe it was Damian Williams. He broke. It was I can't remember if it was Anthony Harris or Harrison Smith's ankles oh, yeah. on that. 90 some yard touchdown and then Tyreek caught him and beat him into the end zone. Yep. <laughs> it was just that. a, it was a draw play up the middle. Back. And yeah, I can't remember who, I think it was Anthony Harris and he just got torched. And then all of a sudden here comes Tyreek and, and caught him and, and beat him to the end zone. So that was a reek. I'm sorry. Beat reek caught him and beat him into the end zone. Speaking <laughs> of uh, stupid fast guys in the dolphins, we're having a big controversy going on right now with uh, JJ's gritty versus the waddle. Yeah, uh, I'm wondering what your thoughts are on that. I know you got to be a little bit of a homer here, but uh, 100% a homer because before JJ did the gritty, the gritty was a New Orleans song, yeah. like a New Orleans ah. dance. Got so, uh, yeah, I mean, not that I, not that I knew what it was before JJ did it, <laughs> but it was not really as connected with that anymore, especially since I left the state in like 2009. And well, no, I lived there for a while, but I lived in the north of the state, and like the north of the state doesn't really connect with the south of the state. So, um, yeah, I, I don't, I think the Waddle is great for him, like more power to you. I'm a huge Jalen Waddle fan myself, draft him normally. And he helped me get really far in my fantasy league last year. So I'm a big Jalen Waddle fan, <laughs> but when it's some, a dance that I think references like a niche, niche, however you say it, niche target, it's not going to catch on as much gritty is like. Anyone can do it, right? The Waddle is like only because he's, yeah, Jalen Waddle. Right? Waddle. However, yeah. it is his name, which is awesome, right? Yeah, which is hilarious. why it works for him. But like the gritties for everyone. Although Kirk did say it's not for him, so yeah, it sure is. And him and him and um of the is it Gasecki or Gasecki on the Dolphins or tight end? I think it's Gasecki. He yeah. hit the that was the funniest gritty I've ever seen. I don't think I saw his. <laughs> I'm gonna have to go look it up. Oh, it it's the, hilarious! He went like 15 miles an hour. He, he just kept and he kept going. He did it like from the he scored and he literally did it from their end zone like all the way to the bench and yeah. it was so bad and it it was like a dad gritty. It was like a Kurt like it was like a dad gritty. It was hilarious. Yeah, okay, am I the am I in the minority thinking about how Kirk's gritty that he did in London wasn't that bad? It was. I didn't think it was that up. bad. No, we got Drip Cousins now. After we oh, put on Darisaw's chain, low-key low key fact. I do a vlog for Vikings.com just out of pure entertainment for myself, and luckily they post it. But like, I so it's an excuse for me to be like on all the time. I have my rig together. I'm like taking all these like videos, and that's my video. Like I was waiting for. Oh wow! <laughs> oh, that came Okay. Yeah. So That's I had awesome. this video and I like sent it in. I was like, Hey, I'm not sure if you guys want to use this or not. And it was like literally my shoes. And then I was like, Oh shoot, Kirk's coming. And then I like yep. pulled it up and there it was. And they were like, Tatum, your video is on NFL. I was like, finally, it's something like really good for this team. Right. I got Kirk grinning and here he is on like national stage. And now PFT's talking about it. I'm like, you're welcome. Yeah. yeah. Finally. I, it only took me a year. Yeah. I actually, I wanted it. 
<laughs> I wanted to bring that up, Tatum, because I, I think those really? are really cool. I like those. So I'm Great. I'm very I'm very glad that they made it through the uh the pitch process and that you have the they bandwidth did. that you, you know, have the bandwidth to do those. <laughs> it was funny when I told them I was just gonna do all of the lifting and the editing myself. They were like, Oh yeah, fine. I mean, look, it's no secret, and I I don't think I'm breaking news here. I edited an iMovie. I'm really low-key kind of girl. I'm like, here's my phone, here's my iMovie, here's some tips from people that watch vlogs because vlogs mm-hmm. weren't really my generation. Like this was like the generation behind me. I never mm-hmm. really watched them before, but I was like fascinated by like traveling. And I was like, well, I think it'd be kind of fun if we all just got to go along. Yeah. Cause it gives, it gives normal fans kind of like the behind the scenes look of like as an NFL employee, what yeah. road trips are like, um, because they're actually really fun. Yeah. Like it's yeah. For, I really haven't for even people in our showcase that much. Honestly, yeah. because I've only yeah. been on two. London was a weird one. Mm-hmm. I did a test run for Denver that was really good, but it never made, you know, it was a test run. So it never mm-hmm. made yeah. it there. But yeah, there are just like very different things. And again, it's all about this access that you're given, like now that we're not in certain precautions. So mm-hmm. I can go up to a player and be like, man, like red carpet look, what are you wearing? And they're <clears> not <throat> like, oh, don't talk to him six feet apart kind of stuff, which is great, you know? Yeah. So. Are you are you excited for the sun then this weekend? Uh oh. How do you bring that up? She's not- <laughs> oh no. Oh she, no. Is, it- soft. is this gonna make the podcast? Just kidding. It can. It's fine. <laughs> yeah. Everything can. I'm not ashamed. Um, my fiance's brother is getting married this weekend. Oh as long as this doesn't make it up to you know that side of yeah. the family. Sure. I have a fall football wedding. Oh no. That's First so selfish. Career. So, so selfish. Can you believe them? But it happened to Miami trip. Just yeah. Miami trip. Oh, it could be like... NFL Sunday is terrible, but the Miami trip. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Remington. I'm so sorry. <laughs> no, it's fine. And you know the funny thing is, I've never been to Miami, so I was like really <sighs> like, oh, cool. Couldn't have been Buffalo. Couldn't have been Buffalo. Yeah. Or like Washington. It's just like just kind of like a lame. <laughs> No, uh, yeah. So we're we're going out of town. No, I'm I'm excited to celebrate their wedding. They're getting married like um, I think eight months before us. So it's just kind of cool that we're all going through the same thing. Um, you know, my mom told me if I scheduled a fall wedding and it was an LSU game, she wouldn't attend. So that's <laughs> like the mantra that I follow. But um, we're gonna go smart mom and have a great yep. time. Yep. And then that's just it. wants other people to show up to your wedding. That's very thoughtful of her. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That, that's, be like, sorry guys, I'm on an LSU game. My bad. That's kind of a <laughs> bummer though. Cause I feel like if there's anybody that you would want to be in Miami with, it would be Paul Allen. Yeah. You think he makes it out? Is he? Yeah. I, I can see. I think okay, he, he, I think I've heard him say that's one of I'm his favorite spots I thought to go. He's, he takes them as like personal, like low key vacations. Yeah, <laughs> but I, I don't know. I just like, I don't think to go out and like party Loki in his life. That man it's, goes hard. He's like, uh, I could just picture him being like, if you watch The Office, Stanley when they're in Florida for the week, and Jim looks over at the stoplight, and it's Stanley in a convertible with a button-up shirt <laughs> and a shooter of Captain Morgan. <laughs> I don't know if I watched that far into The Office. <laughs> yeah, that's, that that visual is playing in my head, and that's fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. PA is loose. Yeah, see him in like vacation the, Stanley. Yeah, see him in the Hawaiian shirt with what button oh, yeah. down, undone too far down. Just yeah, hanging out in the hot the sun. tub. I will definitely miss the sun. The wedding is not in the sun. I mean, uh, yeah. So kind of stinks. It's fine. It is what it is. There will be more stuff, you know? Yep. 
The one thing I was bummed about in all seriousness, like I can miss Miami. That's fine. But I really was bummed that the like saints game on the road was in London. Yeah. As great as London was, I just wish it was a different team so mm-hmm. that I could go home. Yeah. And we do were, that whole thing. We were the visitor for that game. Yeah. That yeah. would have been really fun. And you don't play them very often. Yeah. Um, well, just at the that would have been fun. Um, I will say that Tottenham Hotspur probably hasn't had a playlist like that before because the Saints, as the home team, pick music, oh. they get their home announcers, things like that. Mm. Songs of my college years. I mean, they played Chopper. <laughs> Choppa style. They played Wheezy. They played Big Frida. They played all these New Orleans bounce songs. I mean, it was just like lit the whole time. I just everyone in the stands. Just uh, and then, and then on top of it, when you're like in football stadiums, they're all open air press boxes. So whether oh. you're like close, you're far, what like where they put us as the media this time, we were open air. So I was like, well, shoot, I feel like a fan. This is great. So I was just like having the time of my life. I was like writing my notes and then like kind of vibing with the music. That's you. You watch you watch road games from the press box. Road games, not home games. Because I do onboard. Onboard, yeah. Do um. So you said okay. So you said the Saints had their uh, play announcer, their PA, their PA announcer at the game. There do so going off of that. Have you ever met Alan Roach? I'm assuming. Yes. Yes, I have. And the funny thing is, I have a friend that works for the Avalanche. Um, from like way back home, and she did an interview with him one time, and I was like, oh, this is a cool interview because she had just started and she did like an interview with him, and then his name came up as being the Vikings PA announcer. And I was like, where have I heard that before? Lo and behold. So he knows two LSU people, which is weird. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, Alan, Alan's, everywhere. Alan's a Stanley Cup champ. Bucky yes, he is. Do you find it crazy <laughs> that his voice off of the PA announcement, like machine thing in the microphone, sounds the exact same when you're just yes, having a regular Because I think as a broadcaster, you always try and do that. But there is just something about go and i just start yelling instead of just talking normally like there's just like something about you that like you want to sound the same but you you don't you still try to and mimic it mm-hmm. but like yeah it's in it's incredible like if i sounded like that i think i would probably just talk like it like announcing like here i am at your doorstep right yeah. like i would like say things like that all the time voice text i think yeah. i think the most impressive person i've seen be able to make that switch is hobie Hobie Artigue, <laughs> which I know, I know you're, you're really close with him too. Um, but you guys don't, e- you guys don't even know no. how bad Hobie's accent was before he got here. Yeah. And even like, even when he's not doing TV, it's like, okay, this guy's from Louisiana or it's somewhere in the South, but then you put him it's on TV and you're not like, even that bad. Like, I just wish y'all could have met Hobie's dad. Oh, I believe it. Oh, like Shaw. Oh God. I mean, it's just, I can't even do the accent and it's amazing. If I, if I had an accent, that's the accent I would want. Is it like super deep? It doesn't sound like it should be in the water boy, but more like understandable. Okay. Like you can can like (laughs) 75% understand. Is, Is it as heavy as coach O's? See, I think that Coach O's is less accent and more just the fact that it's super deep, like deep. a deep voice. Yeah, right. I think it's less accent. Okay. But like he does have an accent. His accent sounds like 
Bobby a bear. Who's like the, who's a new Orleans, like former new Orleans Saints quarterback. Like they mm-hmm. have a very distinct Lafouche parish, which is like South of the city on the Gulf. Like that's their accent. But like Hobie's family is from Acadiana, which is like more West of the city, like two and a half hours. And like even a little bit more North. So like there are different accents, obviously. I mean, you probably feel that way about like certain Minnesota accents and like yeah. where they are regionally, you know, yeah. oh, you betcha. the further North you go, the longer the O's get. Yeah. I can't. The, the, the one word that gets me every time is when people say bags, bags, oh, yeah. bags. It's bags. Right. That's what bags is called. Everyone thinks it's corn. It's bags. It that, it's corn. That's the bags is bags. That's the game. But does ESPN call it the National Bags Tournament? <laughs> that's a, okay, that's Tatum. It was argument. great having you on. Yeah. It's, <laughs> you're a Fox affiliate. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, well, Tatum. Then before I forget, so obviously we have Miami this week. I hope everyone's locked in. Are there any bye week plans? I mean, are there like as far as team Bonnie? I mean, for you personally, are you is Gabe going to like? Have you heard? Have you heard of any bye week plans or kind of where's where's the whole team and you guys at on that? Yeah, I, I don't quite know what the team is up to yet. Honestly, I don't think so. One thing I've learned about this team is I think they have an idea of what they want to do, but how things evolve on Sunday has dictated what has happened after Sunday. And we haven't really been in a routine yet because when you think about the first four weeks, it was a 325 kick, then it was Monday night. Then it was the noon, then it was London, then it was noon, right? So like nothing's been consistent. And so it's nice to have a noon game and then a noon game and then a bye. And then, you know, you kind of get more into a routine. So as far as the team goes, not sure. Um, we are going to get a lot of the, like a lot of our content will take a backseat. Like they will get a break because we don't normally get good enough breaks, I guess, right. know, during the season. So um, I know that we've got some exciting things with the NFL network planned for you guys um, next week during the buy. So that's really cool. Um, and then <laughs> breaking news, shocker for me personally, I've got a wedding. I got to go to. Oh no. <laughs> so my bye week is going to Cleveland for a wedding. Um, really want to go back America? home. You know, I got to, I got to plan a wedding. I got to worry about this stuff, but I'm definitely going to Cleveland instead. So, um, I'm excited to celebrate other people's weddings. Selfishly. I probably shouldn't be so focused on mine and be more grateful that I can celebrate others. And so I'm excited to do that again. Don't get the fall wedding, but you know, if that's what you got to do, at least it falls during the bye. Yeah. That's <laughs> spirit. Positive, positive, positive. Let's do before, before we go, well, cause we, so we do a little segment every week. Uh, okay. Tatum, it's skull or skunk. So it's like, it's like, uh, you know, plus or minus, whatever you want to call it. It's, okay. it's pretty something, right? Yeah, School it. obviously giving it the green light skunk saying absolutely not. Okay. Um, so we'll do, we'll just do a couple. And I, <laughs> I told Brian and Adam, I was going to ask this cause I asked it every week as a bit. Okay. Uh, well, the, the first time I asked it, everybody said skunk besides me. And then I asked it again the second week and I just forgot, but the filet fish at McDonald's school or skunk. Oh, skunk. I don't eat fish if it's not from the South. Well, I do eat it if it's not from the South. But like, if you're not, if you're landlocked, you're getting it from a, you got problems. Yeah. Yeah, I don't eat fish when it's from McDonald's. Everybody, I feel so judged. Even when I order it, like the worker's like, 
what I no, said they're like, it's fish. not actually real fish right yeah they're like are you sure <laughs> that was a one complaint i received about my vlog brian i received a complaint about my vlog that i didn't do a fish and chips tasting and i was like sorry oh, don't eat oh. that kind of fish but thanks oh yeah that's oh, well, fair. when okay. you're in London, you got to try it. I mean, when I don't feel like it's not crawfish. That's like eating catfish. Yeah. <laughs> hey, catfish is okay, but I don't know. Ooh. I, I kind of yeah. like everything. Uh, well, uh, no what kind of fish from are you eating from the South then? Crawfish? Redfish. Redfish, trout. Okay. I like mahi-mahi. I like grouper. I like... Yeah, grouper is awesome. Josh had a John Dory fish one time in a restaurant I went to. Oh my God, so good. There's a lot of things to choose from. Have you had swordfish? I have had swordfish. How's that? Ain't bad. Oh, tuna steaks. My dad used to go on a tuna trip every year and he would bring ah. home fresh tuna steaks. That are, they, are they still serving tuna steaks at TCO for lunch or dinner sometimes? Because I know they did a couple years ago. No. Ask Ryan O'Neill about that. That was his favorite thing that they served there and you guys you guys know a lot of fish yeah a lot yeah. of fish so so we're sculling fish just particular ones then just not the filet of fish not not the filet yeah of fish. that's your choice like go for the burger man <laughs> that's funny i it's so it's only me aj actually did uh aj's the other guy he couldn't make it tonight but he's there got our podcast and he did skull it after a couple of weeks so we're getting there. We're, we're like, you like try it or something. No, he did. Don't do he's, that he's, to yourself, Tatum. Don't he, try he it. Sent oh, us a I'm not trying. Okay, good, good. Are you kidding no, me? I don't even, I, you try to give me walleye. I ain't even walleye. Sorry, guys. <laughs> it ain't happening. Uh, okay. And then, okay. So skull or skunk. This one was personal for me because I'm a big fall guy, big fall guy. I went and got a bunch of decor. I always go to target. I'm pretty basic. Love target. I go to target yesterday. I go to the seasonal section and there's, there's Reese and, and Christmas sent to camp. It's Christmas season at Target. So are we school or skunk in Target? What is the date today? What's the date today? October 14th, 13th? School 13. or skunk in Target just skipping the rest of fall and jumping to Christmas? Here I am being in the gray area. Was there <laughs> enough fall decor for you, though? It was pretty minimal. I if it takes to- over, then I'm, a, I'm definitely a skunk. Because I do think that like you should decorate seasonally yeah totally agree exactly. with that i'm not much of a decorator so it's hard for me to relate because i'm like oh i guess i should find my christmas tree and it's like december 20th right yeah so <laughs> like not great about things again i know i i use the football it's football season excuse a lot so in all seriousness though i've had a um like fall always meant football for me but now with like the leaves changing and like things kind of turning, it's kind of, it's definitely more something to celebrate. Um, I was almost, I didn't do that this week. It was on my to-do list, but it made me want to buy some pumpkins and some mums and like put them on my patio, like my front porch. Mums. Um, yeah. Like the flowers yeah. that like nice, go with all the nice flowers. Oh, okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I've always heard those. inspired me to want to do that. Um, I drive down my street. I'm not kidding. Every time I drive down my street, I'm like, man, I live in a calendar. <laughs> I can't believe that leaves look like this. Like, and I know that sounds really silly to you guys, but like back home, everything's just like green or it's green. And like, it's just green all year, you know, like nothing really dies. And so like, we have a bush in the backyard where I'm like, gosh, this thing is dead. It's done. So it's never coming back. He's and like, state things die before they live again. I'm like, no, nope, no, nope, it's done. We need to Google it. How do we fix it? 
<laughs> it just doesn't, it doesn't like compute in my brain yet. You know, the leaves die. The brush is fine. <laughs> look good. I'm telling you, it looks really sickly. Well, good thing it's in the back of the house then. It'll, right? it'll grind it out. Right. And then we'll see last, last <laughs> one, report then, back. Then, yeah. Take, take the, yeah, we'll get a game by game on a week by week game, there you game go. status on it. Um, it's questionable right now. Leaning towards doubtful. Yeah. Li- limited, <laughs> limited with limited. a limited limited. Limited. Uh, last one. And the reason I bring this up is because I wasn't happy about it. Cause I'm a big advocate of it. And then I saw that, that, Idiot, that quarterback, that idiot from Denver did a commercial, the most cringy commercial I've ever seen. Skull or skunk subway. Cause I skull. Oh Thank my you. gosh. Thank Adam, you. I, I skull it like eight years ago. It's taken a downturn. Oh, they just upgraded. I think I scolded it like when I was in high school, which is yeah. a long time ago. Yeah, like when I, I was young. Because there wasn't Jersey Mike's, there wasn't Jimmy John's, there wasn't like better options. It's, it's I can't tell you the like last it. time I've seen someone walk in with like a sub from Subway. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and and Damn. guess what? Newsflash. Don't care if Russell Wilson likes it. Still it's, not buying. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that makes me not like it. Oh, I can't stand no. him. I can't stand him. I like him less than Lieber likes him, which is pretty, pretty minimal. But oh, and then, OK, I wrote this one down. I want Adam. I can think I can guess that your and Brian's opinion is going to be skunk. But just just for Tatum, a special one, Sean Payton, score skunk. <laughs> We're putting you on the hot seat here. A lot of Vikings it's, really, it's really not hot because I have a 100% case of being a skull. Fair. And everyone will hate me for it. And that's fine. What is send her out on a sour note, man. Jeez. <laughs> wow. You know, can, and I think, I, honestly, I think B-Raj knows this already, but like it was an honest to God news flash to me that the Vikings hated the Saints so much. Oh, yeah, you see, you I didn't that know that. He wasn't a coach. Yeah. Wonder, wonder why. <laughs> Wait, what? Remember that season suspended. where he wasn't the coach for the Saints? Oh, yeah. No, I, I mean, I know what happened. I, I know that. <laughs> but, like, I did not realize, again, that it that was we held grudges. A- yep. That we held grudges to for me, so long. It just didn't compute. I, I like that you guys were purple and gold. I never had any like ill will towards the Vikings. And so I was always like, man, when I got here. I was like, yeah, I'm from New Orleans. And PA was like, did you grow up a Saints fan? And I was like, I did. I mean, it's where I'm from. Like, of course I did. It's like asking a Vikings fan if they grew up a Vikings fan, if they work for the Saints, same situation. Yep. And like, you wouldn't say no. So I said, yes. And then like, oh my God, the Twitter backlash. I don't like being a controversial person. So like, I was <laughs> mortified. I was like never talking about it again. Lo and behold, to this day, PA is always like, "Well, we made you an anti-Vike Viking," or I don't. Mm-hmm. I'm like, dude. <laughs> at the end of the day, like, it is it is a game. We're proud of who, where we are, where we come from, and who we root for. Yeah, we never shame anyone for cheering for the team they grew up cheering for. And the so I'm gonna always, I always have a soft yeah. spot for them. I want them to do well. Good thing they're a dumpster fire because then I don't have to root for them as much. <laughs> yeah. But like I at the end of the day, like yes, those those meant a lot to me because it was a really cool time for me and my family who had been watching them for years and years and years. And I get it. And I want that for the Vikings. Like I Having been a team that had been starved, whether or not you agree with how it happened, totally get that. It is fair. But having been through that and knowing how it can affect an area is amazing because like 
2005 through 2009 was awful down there, right? Like it mm-hmm. was a tough time. I was there. It was my whole college college career. Seeing a city come from nothing to do that was just like, it was more than, it was more than football. I hate putting it that way. I know it sounds right. and stupid and it's hard to like understand, but like, it really was more than football. Like that meant so much to that area. And that's, that's kind of why I feel, how I feel about 2019 LSU. I'm like, cool. We suck now. Great. I don't care. We had 2019. We got the one. Yep. Yep. It's, it's just getting there and getting it. That's all you need. And I mm-hmm. think that like, you know, not to pivot so totally to the Vikings, but like it's a team that hasn't done it before. That's doing it the right way that wants it so badly that needs it so badly. And they have the right people in there and that's all you need. You need a lot of luck. Which we've gotten so far. Four and one. Not saying it's the year. I'm just saying that if you're going to do it that way, you're doing it the right way. And it really can like change, change things. Um, Wow. You, you Tatum, you could not have landed that bird any better. That was absolutely impressive. Yeah. I I did. I did go to big J journalism school. So (laughs) worth every penny. Well, Tatum, thank you so much. This is an absolute blast. Please feel free to come back anytime. Uh, Feel free right now. If you want to shout anyone out, plug any of your own stuff by all means. Yeah. I mean, just please just check out our content at Vikings.com or on the YouTube page, the app, anything like that. Um, We have a new pick six coming out, Brian. I don't know if you've been able to watch it. It's I have seen them. It's very different. Um, we just, uh, my game day live interview will come out tomorrow. I think. Oh, awesome. Uh, Christian Daresaw. Oh, fabulous. CD. Did he's got the chain CD crime dog. Yep. We talked about crime dog. (laughs) Crime dog. (laughs) Yep. I think it's, I honestly think that name will stick with him for the rest of his career, whether he likes it or not. That's thanks Uh, to Kirk cousins. (laughs) He's acting like he, he has like, a weight off his shoulders. Am I wrong? Kirk or oh, Christian? Kirk. 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 Kirkers. Yes. He is 100%. Am I the only one that calls him Kirkers? Yes. Probably. Yes. <laughs> I think you're the sole person. Yes. Eli, whenever you ask if you're the only person that calls someone a nickname you made up, just assume yes. <laughs> the answer is yes. That's the name of all my <laughs> fantasy teams is Kirkers and company. He's my quarterback. So that's oh, my quarterback. Like that. <laughs> But yeah, I agree with you. He is acting like he has a weight on his shoulders. He's having fun. We're having fun. This podcast was a blast. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you guys. And yeah, you're more than welcome to come on anytime. Whenever you're done with all those weddings. I know. Right. When I become a little (laughs) bit less busy. So no, no, I, this was great. It's awesome to see you again, Brian, always. And then to meet you guys. Um, Thanks for thinking of me and having me on. I always love to just have like fun talks about this kind of stuff. Not just so serious, you know? Exactly. You're amazing. It was absolutely awesome. No, thank you guys. Anytime. And um, yeah, stay in touch. Whatever you guys need, just, you know, you know, you guys can hit me up for anything, whether Mm -hmm. it's podcast related or whatever. I'll try and help you out. However. So awesome. Awesome. We love it. Well, thanks again, Tatum. Thank you so much, Tatum. Missy B-Raj. See ya. Missy too. Bye. Bye. Bye guys.